Hey guys, welcome to another episode. Of course, you know it's your girl Nadia and welcome to the show. On today's show, we're going to definitely get into a discussion of the topic that I told you guys about on the last episode, which we are going to zone into male bands. Yes, male bands. So like I said, for all you guys that love your male bands, boy bands, but we're not going to use the terminology boy bands. We're going to say male bands. So like I said, get your Tiger Beat, your Ride On, your magazines, your posters, your paraphernalia, all your little merchandise from all your favorite male bands, because we're going to be talking about it today. But we're actually going to break it down in three parts. Today's 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 part is going to be definitely the introduction. Next week, we're going to have the who's who of the male bands and pretty much going into the the franchise and the blow up situation as people like to call it <laughs> of these male bands. And then the third part is definitely going to be the aftermath and things of that nature after certain members of certain groups hit status and then they all decide to go their separate ways. So keep in mind, we're going on the first part today and then we're going to do the second time, the second part and then the last part. So I'm very excited about this, about this topic. And um, let's just jump into, let's just jump into this one real quick. And we're going to go back to that one. So who watched the Billboard Music Awards this past week? Who tuned in? Who tuned in? Anyone? 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 No? Right? No. I just think with all these award shows, and this is just my opinion and my take, I... There's not really much room for them because how many award shows can you keep up with? Let's just check the elements in the room, shall we? We've got the Grammys. We've got Billboard. We've got Soul Train. We got the Hip Hop Awards. We got the Juno Awards. We got the Country Awards. We got the Stellar Awards. Like how many award shows can we really keep up with here? I'm just saying for, for me, how many award shows can we keep up with? And not for nothing, but one of my friends just brought up uh, interesting, an interesting saying that, you know, quarantine really messed up the music. I don't think it really did because you still have artists out here that sold their music despite the pandemic. Don't get me wrong. The pandemic came up in here and just screwed everything over. COVID just messed up every little function of formality of life as as we've all known. But it still doesn't stop. You find ways to make your music. You find ways to reach your audiences. And through and through either performances being virtual and through verses, people have still been making their music and pushing out music. So there's no way around. I mean, in life, yeah, you have certain challenges. You have certain things that go on. But if music or anything is your passion and your craft, you hone in it and you work on it despite every and anything so things in life teach you that things are not guaranteeable but if you know your worth you know your value you know your craft you know your passion you know your artistic endeavor you still go for it regardless so you reach out you do what you got to do so you know music is music it's universal it's expressive it's every color line every bloodstream every nation Every, it's a it's 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 everything put it to you like that so um let's get back into the awards i really <laughs> i'm sorry and i'm laughing i really i really didn't tune in too much because i was back and forth with 
people's performances and all I wanted to see. And y'all know you're probably going to stick me for this one. But so what? So what? Come fight me. Fight me. I had to see Brandy's performance. I had to. I tuned in. Um, my friend called me up to tell me if I tuned in to see it. I said, girl, Morion, I got this. <laughs> I got this. So I tuned in and seen her performance. Her performance, as always, never disappointed. Was never disappointed. Loved the outfit. Loved her little, loved her little balls, her little signature balls that she used to do back in the day. Y'all know what I mean. If y'all hardcore Brandy fans, you know what I mean by saying that. But I do have a little incentive. Now, for most of y'all don't know, on our Brandy's B7 album, Who Loves No Tomorrow? I do. I do. Child, that for me is on repeat each and every day. <laughs> but she also did a part two with Todd Dollar Sign. And they performed that on the show. <sighs> Ooh. Facial expression, facial expression. If you see my facial expression, you know um, I wasn't feeling it. I think that I think that on a vocal level, Todd Dollar Sign is not that vocal. It's not that vocal. I'm not sure if he calls it, if he's a singer or a rapper. I'm not too sure. But his vocal stability was not matching hers at all. And when you're singing a song with someone or you're doing a duet, your vocal stability has to be there. Performance or in studio. It has to be matching up with theirs. You can't have you can't have an artist out sing you on their record. You have to be able to out sing them. Or be right at they match. You're, it's pretty much like making love. You have to be intertwined. and in, You have to be in the moment. Passionate. All, all cylinders there. You just can't give us blah. And think we're supposed to run with it. So I just think that his vocal stability was not in sync with hers. It was not. It was no fluidity. It was not. It was not. You know how in singing people go back and forth like a little. Like a little. A, it's not like a battle. But in music, you know how you match it and you go back and it's like you're arguing, but it's a good arguing because it's in the song and it's just you you're kind of competing a little bit, but it's friendly competition. It's nothing. It's nothing of a bad blood type situation. So, you know, I just think on that one that that didn't meet the quality for me. That's just me. I think and this is just my opinion. I think that she could have had, if she did get a male counterpart to sing part two with her on this track, it could have been Usher. I'm sorry. It could have been some dynamics there because, you know, <laughs> it could have been a little, could have been a cool dynamics because I think, I mean, because both Usher and Brandy are definitely in the same league. They've been making music for quite, they have longevity on both, on both, pat, on both. Of both of them so it would have been a definitely a nice blend on both you know what i'm saying so like i said brandy did her thing on her performance i just don't i just am not feeling the remix of the part two to know tomorrow with her entire dollar sign i'm not feeling it not feeling it not feeling it and i could have got a list of male counterparts that she could do the remix with i'm just saying come to me i'll tell you but anyway she still did her thing I also forgot to get Doja Cat's performance. When I just saw her performance not too long ago, she did her thing. Talking about a Broadway performance, honey. Her name in lights. Yes. I love Doja Cat. Despite despite her 
I wouldn't say, well, despite her mishaps, I can't, I can't, I can't lie. When it comes to performances and she, when it comes to, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. When it comes to her performances and the quality of music that she gives out, you can't deny that. So I think her performances and her music trumps her little mishaps in there. But, you know, success is success. And she did her thing on that program. She did not. She did not disappoint that night. She did not. Also, I heard. Well, also on there was um, John Legend did a song. Do what? Um, John Legend did a song. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get my words together. He did a song dedicated to his wife. Also, you had um, what's this child's name? I forget. Post Malone. Why am I calling him a child? Post Malone. He also did um a do with um he also performed on the show, and I think it was a couple of other people that performed on the show. But all in all, whoo that uh, that was about three hours long. I could not sit through the first hour. That's just me. It was hosted by Kelly Clarkson. It had. It had a no audience due to the pandemic. You know, it's just, it was just a lot. It was a lot. But um, whoever tuned in to the Billboard perform uh, to the, to the Billboard Awards, clap it up for yourselves, clap it up, clap it up. And hopefully the performances were A1 and that's it. But I tuned in just to watch Brandy. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. I did. But I should have also watched Doja Cat's performance as well. But I just caught it as of not too long ago. And she did her thing. So definitely hats off to her. So uh, yeah. But anyway. Let's move into the moment that we all been waiting for. Ha-ha! Let's move into it, shall we? Now. Let's move into it. Now, the moment that we've all been waiting for. All right, let's get into the boy bands. Now, I just saw something kind of, I'm sorry. I pretty much made a comment on YouTube and I've seen somebody with their reply. But I'm not going to get into that behind right now. But I'll get into it later. Because um, I believe that people behind computers are just nuisances. And I don't have time for that. And I don't play, I don't play behind a computer, nor my, nor my phone. So I don't have time for people's ignorosity because that's what it is today in this age. People got too much time on their hand to plan up and I don't got time for it. But anyway, let's move into other things, shall we? Now, here's the definition <clears throat> of a male band. I'm not going to, well, they got boy band here, but I'm not going to use the terminology loosely classified as boy band so i'm gonna definitely put my spin on it it's gonna say male band so here like to hear it here it goes it says defined as a vocal group consisting of young male singers usually in their teenage years to their 20s at the time of formation they sing love songs marketed towards of course women um usually they are usually they sing given highly choreographed performances um you have such of them that perform of their own. They can pretty much, they come from the world of church or gospel music. They're, they're scapped it out by talent agents or record producers who hold their auditions, of course. Um, they say due to this general commercial orientation towards their women audiences of pretty much teenagers, teeny boppers, women, the term may be used with negative condemnation. Right. 
I mean, we all know, we all know the terminology of male bands and boy bands. Usually, they usually have them sculpted out, like you said, by record companies or talent agents. They usually are featured either just coming together by themselves. And usually in male bands, you have them in male, in male bands. Usually you have one that sings all the vocals or everybody sings vocals, whether it be soprano, bass, alto. They also can play instruments. Instruments can be the drums, the guitar, the bass line, you know, keyboard, piano, whatever you feature in there. So that's pretty much the counter projection of a male band. And let's and let's just say this is going into the introduction of a male band. Usually the male band consists of it can consist of four members, five members. I've seen duos. It can even go down to a, to a quad or it can go down to three people. Um, like I, like I explained, like I explained, it's usually marketed towards women. They can say preteen, teeny boppers, but it's, it's, it's to women. Cause you know, women, young girls, young teen, uh, young, young women in that percentile, they adore these male bands. Cause what do you see at the shows and concerts and stuff like that? Not but young women. Backstage too, they call them groupies, but we'll get into that much, much later. <laughs> we'll get into that much later, but pretty much, um, pretty much they, um, pretty much they definitely have, um, sorry, my mind is elsewhere because that per that person made a statement that got on my, that really got out of my nerves. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting back to my train of thought right now. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, they also said choreography. Mostly with these male groups, you do have a lot of choreography that either they learn from a choreographer or they learn how to master their craft with their own choreography. But it's synchro it's syncopated, it's syncopated to their to their style of music and to their style of dancing. The speaking of if they want to go into hip hop, you could say oh a pop, usually, usually. And also with a group, they have to find their sound. So also, so I'm sorry, not mostly. Also, when you're thinking of a male band, they also have to have harmony. Harmony built upon. Can these guys? Uh, can these guys carry a five-part harmony if they're a five-part group? A four-part harmony if they're a group? Three-part harmony if they're a group? Or even a duo? They have to be able to sing. They have to be able to sing live like they're singing in the studio. You hear it on record. They have to sing that out live each and every time. Live meaning it could be in concert. It has to be at an award show. It has to be basis on that part. They have to be able to sing that and sing in its entirety with no music, no vocal track. No vocal track, no background, no nothing. So you really have to go into the basis of these groups and see if they're really able to just carry those notes. Because trust me, the audience will know if they can sing like how they sing on the record. And, that's, and that part, some people have to be careful also because sometimes with these male groups, that's where the trouble lies into. But there's also more trouble that lies ahead at, as well. So also when you're thinking of these male groups also, not only are they pertaining to women, but they can also pertain to men too. 
I'm just saying, because your mark also with the marketing skills of the introduction of the band, you have to find out their core audience. Usually the core audience starts from 10 and up. You'd be surprised if it starts at nine, but it starts from 10 and it goes up until the kids reach a certain age in the group. Now, also, when you're thinking of male groups, you also have to put out, you also have to think of, okay, because they give these members labels. So for say you have the sweet one, the shy one, the bad boy, the, you have some that are attractive some that are okay and some that are like mm, a little bit but everybody grows into their own growing up within the group and you're like whoa so then you turn so then you kind of turn a blind eye to the one that you didn't think that was attractive and now all of a sudden maybe a year later he gets a little bit attractive to you also so it's also these labels that they put they put on these young men these um these young guys to become and now they have to be that person or have to be what they're put on. So that's even, that's pretty much pressure. They're pretty much already labeled and they're expected to sing, dance, and whatever the case may be within that group. So that's pretty much the pressure for each group member that pretty much they're being put on now. Now also with working with also a male band, they also have to find their sound. That meaning with producers, that meaning with themselves. What is their sound basis? Are they what? Are they pop? Are they R&B? Are they house? Are they trying to break into the rap and R&B category? Are they trying to be pop friendly? Are they trying to be, are they trying to stick within this millennium? Are they trying to take it a little bit further into the future? You know, you have to, you have to define and decipher their sound of who, of who they're trying to be with. Because mostly... Mostly in music, it's pretty much a who's who and it's always trying to keep up with the Joneses. So does your sound have to sound now or can it go on? Will your audience and also will your audience grow up with you? That's another thing. Because what you, I mean, what you put on, what you put out now, it's not something that they might like a little bit later. So the thing is with, with, with male groups, they have to be very consistent because if you switch up your sound, I'm telling you, your audience is going to switch up too. They're going to be, you're going to get them very confused. You're going to get them very confused. It's going to be very contrite. And that's where the problems occur also. But that's later on. That's for, that's for another conversation. Okay. Anything else I did not include? Did I not include, did I include something else? Let me think. When it comes to these male bands. Because like I said, I don't like using the terminology boy bands. Because that sounds just so cliche. That sounds so immature. That sounds so cheesy. Like so microwave. Pff, nah. We use male bands. Because again, these males start out young. And then they grow up. And they all turn into males. And they're males anyway. So you might as well just, you might as well just run with that. <laughs> male groups, right? You might you might as well just run run with that. You might as well just run with that. But um let me just kind of veer off the subject a little bit. Here's the thing. Everybody is entitled to their opinion about someone or an artist or anything. 
despite their indiscretions, their music still will be played. Whatever your color, whatever your nationality is, it doesn't matter. And again, you're allowed to say whatever you want to say, but don't knock. But don't knock what other people feel. Just because you feel differently, that's fine. And that's your opinion. But don't try to come at other people who like this person's body of work. Like I said, this, um, like I said, Doja Cat may have a lot of mishaps with things that she's done. And that's for everybody. But it still, does it still take away from her music? Does it still take away of the fact that she performed? No. It's easy. It's easier said than done. And I've been this type way too. When you have to differentiate the artist, the person themselves from their music and their body of work. Yes, I've always been the type to say, oh, well, if, if, you know, that's not what were they thinking and all of this and all that. But again, it's, it's okay for people to have their opinions. It's all right. But behind the computer screen, behind the cell phone, really? Because now you're being nothing but a bully. You're being an idiot. And you're being a jerk. And I don't have time for that. And like I said, I come behind from screens. And I said, this is, and make no mistake, this is not a threat. This is a promise. My thing is, whatever my opinion is, is never going to change. It's not going to wave. And it's not going to dilute how I feel about anybody. Because if I was an artist and I did something stupid, I would want people to see my work. Not my content and not my mouth. Because what generates me from saying in my body of work and my content is different from the person I am. It's not going to strip down. It's not going to take away from things. But at the same time, I am a human being. I did dumb stuff. I'm sorry. Sometimes you do dumb shit. Yes, I said it. Sometimes you do dumb shit. Other people may forgive you. Other people will not. And that's fine. But you're still human. We're all still human. I'm not saying here we're all here not to judge. No, the hell we're not. We're not here to judge no goddamn body. But again, I'm still going to appreciate the music. Period. I ain't got to sleep with them. I ain't got to screw them. I ain't got to clap hands, do nothing with them. I'm only speaking about the music, pretty much. But at the same time, for people who hide behind computers and hide behind this and hide behind that, good for you. But keep your opinions to yourself and what may work for you may not work for someone else. I'm sorry, guys. I had to veer off the subject, but I don't play games like that. I don't like when people hide behind their screens and talk junk. Nah, nah. You're going to be about something speaking. Say it out loud so everybody can hear you. So what? So what? We're all black and she's half black. Whatever the contents of the color may be. So what? So freaking what? You think you tough, you think you got balls, step behind that computer and say it out generally loud speaking or not. Keep your, here's a better factor. Keep your opinions to yourself. You've heard the phrase, if you have nothing nice to say, shut up. Like nobody has time. It's enough foolishness in the world already with the, with the nonsense. Like, come on. People can't make their opinion on what they like about, their, about a certain artist without people coming for the foolishness. Like, it's too early. It's too early. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's too early. But again, sorry to veer off the conversation. That just made me so mad. 
and it just messed up my hindsight and messed up my, my, my point of thinking to bring this topic to you guys about, about male groups. So, like I said, this is broken down in three series. We already got the introduction started. So if I left anything out, I do apologize for that because that's, that just made me mad. Like skyrocketed off the point. Um, skyrocketed off the point. But the next part, next week's series is going to be, we're still going to be discussing about male groups, but we're going to jump into the sky, the sky, we're not going to jump to the sky yet, (laughs) but we're going to jump into the stardom of these male groups. And yes, we're going to talk about the male groups also, because there's a reason why I wanted to talk about male bands. It was something, it was something seriously that I needed to address. And we all know that the music business is, it's a lot and I'm shaking my head because even I'm sitting here and like discuss it it makes you not want to be bothered because you can't trust a lot of people and you have to really watch who who you deal with and also be your own business woman or man because you are the you are the product you are the sizzle you are the sting but in order to keep that there you still have to know your sanity your self-value your your internalness you have to and and at the end of the day you all you have is your insanity and your unsettledness and things of that nature but speaking of that um as you guys may know or may not know (laughs) wednesday is definitely a huge day for me i am turning another year older tragedy isn't it yes it is my birthday it's wednesday Am I nervous about it? No, not going to lie to you guys. I just want this year to be over because it's been a whole lot. It's been a whole lot. So um, on Wednesday, I'm going to celebrate my day. And uh, pretty much, yeah. All right, you guys. Um, Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate that. I hope you guys have a lovely week. And please, 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 please. Well, not please. Tune in to the next episode. You guys stay safe. Later.